2: Mac's gonna go long. He's got Waddle behind the defense. He's gonna get a whole lot more than 22.
1: Waddle's got it. He's to the 20 to the 15 at the 10 to the 5. All right, Coach Saban,
3: you can be upset, but you can smile at the same time. 87 yards. Touchdown. Mac to Waddle. How
4: about that?
3: Welcome to This Week on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover, and it's time to take a look at the best of Crimson Tide Sports Network programming from this past week. Alabama football got the week started with a resounding 52-24 win over Texas A&M last Saturday at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Monday means it's time for Crimson Tide Rewind at 6 p.m. Central from Baumhauer's Victory Grill in Vestavia. This week, Eli Gold was joined by John Parker Wilson, who thought Alabama players did well playing in the reduced capacity of Bryant-Denny Stadium this past week. They did a really good job. I, I did notice it was—it seemed like the players were, were making more of a point to be a little more rowdy, a little more rambunctious, after plays on the sidelines, trying to get it going, because it is unique. You know, these guys, even in the spring game, are going to have more than than the 20,000 people that were there in the stadium. So I think our our guys learned a lot from week one to week two, where the first week you had no idea what to expect or what was going to go on. And and week two uh, followed up their performance in week one against Missouri and really came out of the gates really hot. On Tuesday, our Facebook Live show, The Other Booth, presented by Alabama One Credit Union, featured my visit with the voice of the Ole Miss Rebels, David Kellum. He described what head coach Lane Kiffin has brought to Ole Miss during his first year in Oxford.
5: A lot of excitement. Um, you know, he did a nice job when we Florida Atlantic, came in here and, and really got the fan base stirred up. And then, you know, when we had COVID hit, you lose the spring opportunity to work with your team and, um, uh, then we all were going through, you know, how bad is this? What are we dealing with? And so it kinda of put sports on a back burner to some degree. But Lane's been wonderful to, to work with and, and he's just a tremendous offensive mind as you guys know at Alabama. Um and has surrounded himself with some incredible coaches. So we feel really good about where everything's in place. But I, I know that he feels like he may be, you know, behind the the, the eight ball a little bit on trying to to get this team where it needs to be. And, of course, recruiting has been sort of a a different animal, too, for these coaches. So for a first-year staff and any of the first-year staffs across the country, it's been some some added uh, hurdles to have to deal with. It seems like they have done a good job of, 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 you know, maneuvering through it. Uh, I I think offensively you can see uh, what we've done in the first two weeks that he's he's really got that going the way that – uh, he would like to see it go. And then there's always room for improvement for every single week. The Lane's been great. Uh, the call on the touchdown in overtime was a, a typical, you know, and type play where it get reverse motion and uh, leaked Elijah Moore into the end zone. And they were fooled on the play. I mean, he's just a great offensive mind. We're, we're glad to have him, that's for sure.
3: Kellum will call the game for Ole Miss Radio, while on television, fans across the country will hear Sean McDonough on ESPN. McDonough joined me Friday for The Big Picture, presented by Legacy of Hope Alabama. McDonough is very familiar with Alabama this year, having also called the season opener against Missouri. He also saw this program more than 20 years ago when he called SEC games for CBS, and he discussed what has changed since then with the success of the Nick Saban era.
1: Oh, it's, well, if it's not the greatest coaching job in the history of college football, it is certainly among them. I mean, it, to me, it'd be amazing to... Uh, to analyze any program and wonder if bear bryant was their you know greatest coach you've ever had <laughs> you know, i think <laughs> we would have thought that that would be the case for all time and nobody would really even come back close to challenging that and now you look at nick what nick has done you know i think uh that's a, an interesting argument that people could have and i'm sure do have especially in your neck of the woods so you know, he just built it to the point where you expect them to be a contender for the national championship every year, and that's really what they are. You know, when we mentioned the beginning of the Missouri game, you know, they're coming off an 11-2 season, and you know, it was devastating to talk to the players and coaches who were there last year. You know, they, they were almost embarrassed by it. They you know, used words like pathetic and you know, hugely disappointing. You know, at 11-2 and most places, uh, you know, they celebrate uh, for the entire offseason. So, uh, it's a it's a high bar that they've set, but you know they're matching it again. I think we've had Clemson already. We had their opener against Wake Forest. We saw them a lot in person last year. This would be our second look at in Alabama in three games. I think from a talent standpoint, they're they're very, very even and obviously both uh, exceptionally well coached. And I think the only other team that really will have a chance to be in that conversation from a talent standpoint when they start playing is Ohio State. And uh, to me, from a talent standpoint, those three are ahead of everybody else. I think George is close. Uh, there might be a couple others that are close, but you know, to me it's Alabama, Clemson, probably Ohio State, and then it's everybody else.
3: Thursday afternoon brought a visit on Facebook Live with Ken Gaddy, the director of the Paul W. Bryant Museum on the University of Alabama campus as part of our Alabama Legends Series. Ken talked about the reopening of the Bryant Museum and what fans can expect next Saturday when going to the museum before the home game against Georgia.
4: Well, we were shut down a large part of the summer or really from uh, kind of that mid of of spring break through just a couple of weeks ago. So we're back open Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday to the public. That's Thursday through Sunday, 9 until 4. So we want people to come by, uh, come see us. Uh, We also have tickets online now so you can buy tickets in advance. So go to BryantMuseum.com, and you can purchase your tickets online.
3: Next week, it's Alabama against Georgia back at home in Tuscaloosa. Just remind our fans once again about what's going on at the Bryant Museum on game day.
4: Yeah, we'll be open from 9 until 6, have extended hours that day. Uh, come by and be with us pregame. And uh, also we'll remind people that we'll have the Crystal Football National Championship Trophy uh, on display here, to you have your photo taken with it, uh, they'll have all the safety measures in place and they'll digitally send that to you. So bring your family and friends by the museum and be part of the Alabama football experience on game day.
3: Thursday nights on the network means it's time for Hey Coach and the Nick Saban Show. Hosted by Eli Gold at Baumhauer's Victory Grill, head coach Nick Saban made his first in-person appearance of the season at the restaurant this week. Separated by this uh, plexiglass barrier, but nevertheless, I recognize the guy on the other side of the uh, on the other side of this uh, glass here i'm glad you've been able to come out and play tonight coach we've missed you the last few weeks
2: well i'm glad to be here to be honest with you it's um, i didn't really like doing this thing at home on the on
1: whatever the Zoom, you call yeah. it, video
2: yeah. but um, so I kind of missed everybody here and Miss coming here on Friday night. This is one Thursday night. This is my one exposure to human beings, you know, sure. through the course of the week. So I kind of enjoyed it, even though we won't be able to have the interaction that we usually have. Uh, I was happy to get back and try to do the show here.
3: Yeah, a lot of folks didn't know you were going to be here, so we don't have people hanging from the rafters like we normally do. But it's great to have you here. Coach Saban also gave his final word of the night, presented by Mercedes-Benz.
2: Well, I think that uh, this is this game is really a a game that is an opportunity for us to continue to develop and improve, because we're certainly not where we need to be as a team yet Uh, and for us to show that we have the kind of resiliency as a team to sustain uh, with consistency, to eliminate some of these errors, to have the right mindset, to go into a tough situation and probably a tough circumstance to play in and be able to overcome it and not let us affect us. I think the last time we played in a situation like this was about five years ago when we played in Georgia. Must have been yeah. five inches. Oh, Lord. I mean, you couldn't even see. The wipers couldn't you know, get the water off fast enough when we were going in the bus. Yeah. And, um, but it didn't affect our team because of the mental toughness, the mindset that we had, uh, that we could just overcome anything. We looked at it like an opportunity. And it'll be interesting to see what kind of growth we have in our team relative to those kind of situations and those circumstances. And I, I think that people can get stale psychologically, especially in a time like this when you've been practicing a lot, a long time before you played a game. And I don't think you can allow yourself to do that. You have to make choices and decisions that do the things that you need to do to continue to improve and grow and help yourself create value, but also to help your team create value and i i don't think you can allow yourself to get stale in a time like this you know you have to make choices you have to choose energy and you have to say match me you know this is the way i'm going to do this i want you to everybody else to match me on my team so that's the kind of team development i want to see in our team i think this is going to be a really challenging game for our defense and i think when you play a team like this that has a very prolific offense that scores a lot of points the entire team uh, has to take it upon their shoulders. You know, we have to do a good job offensively of keeping the ball. We have to do a great job on special teams c- controlling field position so that when this offense gets on the field, we're not going to always be behind the eight ball on defense. Yeah. I mean, you can't turn the ball over. You can't give them good field position. You got to keep the ball. You got to have some time at possession. So all those things are going to be critical in this game. And uh, I really wanted to say, and I said it earlier, that I really appreciate the spirit we had in, in Brian denny Stadium last week. It was not like 100,000, but the 20,000 that were there certainly were. You were, knew they were there. We knew we the, they were there. Exactly. Right. Coach,
3: have a good rest of the week. We'll see you in Oxford. Thanks for listening to This Week on the Crimson Tide Sports Network. To listen or watch full episodes of the content you just heard, be sure to like the Crimson Tide Sports Network on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can also watch our video show archives on YouTube, and it's easy to subscribe to the Alabama Insider Podcast, available on all podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and so many more. Remember, our coverage of Alabama football at all Miss this Saturday begins at 3.30 p.m. Central on the network with kickoff at 6.30 p.m. on your local radio affiliate or worldwide on TuneIn Radio. Thanks for listening, and Roll Tide.
5: Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane.